Welcome to episode 103 on the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show. On today's show, we're going to be talking about price stability going in through summer 2022 in central Oklahoma. Jump with me now into the charts when we talk about the data and the spin. Well, it stops here. From the middle of America, welcome to the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show, covering local market data, news, and reports to arm you with information you need to empower your investing and strengthen your American rights. Top Realtor, investor, husband, father, and veteran. Here is your host, Landon Witt. For more information and to listen or watch online, visit okcrealestateshow.com. Right. The first thing I want to do is jump into InfoSparks. This is an, an app that I love using, which is a compilation of the entire MLS data. Really nice to see uh, overall excitement for Central Oklahoma. We're looking at the median sales price for the entire MLS for Central Oklahoma. This gives us the suburbs as well as Yukon, Edmond, Moore, and Oklahoma City. So we can really see this goes back all the way to 2009. And I want to point out this very nice, stable, linear growth that the Midwest is known for. And we're starting to get a little bit of volatility here towards from 2020 on to 2022. But relative to the grand scheme of things... We're not seeing any uh, cyclical behavior. Um, and one of the things I want to break into, and we're going to look a little closer at these micro cycles, okay? This is going to be the uh, reason why you might be a little nervous and let's say, oh, we've got the peak and then maybe September we might see a, a couple of percent decrease in home prices. But you know what? The realtors or the or news is gonna is gonna say whoa you know and people will get a little bit nervous longer days on market but this has been going on since 2009 so look at this for example our peak is in June of our median sales price back in 2019, dropping down in July and dropping down in October, okay? Look at the same thing again. Uh, we see a little bit of a cycle from August, dropping down in September, okay? And then, you know, let's go all the way back to 2016. We've got a peak at June, middle of the summer, and then July coming down on median sales price, same thing playing out in 2013, uh, August, and then into September. And so we see these type of cycles, which is normal for our market. So before we jump and go, oh my gosh, at the end of summer, what's happening? The market's going crazy. The interest rates are affecting. Just understand that that's already in the makeup of the linear market stability in a low cap. Remember, we talked about that low cap, low land value markets where the bulk cost of the housing commodity is the actual structure on top of the land. The land itself, not worth a whole lot here 
in central Oklahoma. Looking at month's supply of inventory, this is the total month's supply of homes for sale. We know this, guys. It's been decreasing for a long time. We're now down to that you know, all-time bottom record of 0.9 that we hit in April 2021. That's, that's less than one month of inventory. But again, I've touched on this in other episodes. That's, I believe, my hypothesis on that is just the speed of market volatility of real estate due to technology, Zillow, Redfin, Trulia. These resources allow within 20 seconds or in some cases 20 minutes for everybody to see the listing, everybody to save it on their favorite. There's push notifications on your phone. There's resources that, let's say, even in 2012 were not quite in place. so where we had an entire market uh, volatility of about five months or our month supply of inventory. Um, Total homes for sale, rock bottom. Total homes for sale. Interesting transition though when I look at total closed sales, I see the cyclical behavior of the seasonal and you can see that in you know starting in 2018 that's when we kind of get our rise of about 2500 homes sold in May and our low in January of 1300 homes we saw that play out this year as well with our low this year being uh what was it uh February at uh 1872 homes total sold whereas our peak in August was 2800 let's look back July 2900 in 2020 2,600 in 2019, 2,500 in 2018, 2,400 in 2017. Again, if I didn't have a new a, a TV broadcasting signal, I would I would simply say we are right on track for a successful market and and very stable days on market again down to a record six from 2009. We were average time on market 76 days. But think about what was happening in 2009. There was no automatic syndication. And what I mean, when a, when a real estate agent or a firm put put a, uh, a listing in MLS, it didn't automatically get sent to all these, these portals that were spending millions and millions of dollars a month advertising and trying to take up space on Google. That didn't didn't happen until really uh, 10 years ago, five years ago, where we really got strong. And in, in, in about eight years ago, Zillow Premier really came out and started uh, really hard, you know, going in with agents and then, of course, becoming a brokerage uh, just uh, five year, or four years ago now. And now they have automatic syndication from the MLS listing. So um, I want to, you know, everything else shows depending. This will give you a good idea if you're a, a seller right now. Um, how many days on, how many showings should you have before you get under contract? That's going to be 11. Uh, going out of March, we're now in April of 2022 is the filming of this. Um, there was 11 showings before you went under contract. So if you have seven showings, you know that you are approaching the time which you should be receiving an offer that you will most likely accept or multiple offers at that point. So 11 still tracking it in. That is right on par with April of 2021. We were at 11. So we're seeing that kind of same thing play out as before. Now, remember before that we were at nine, that was our max we'd ever hit ever 
ever in, a, in central Oklahoma was nine showings on the median, nine showings before going pending. Um, so I think the low interest rates and just the overall excitement of home shopping has cranked that up to 11. That's your target number. The rest here, I, I not really too important. I want to jump in just overall with the uh, appreciation map, as I love so much. You guys love this so much. Again, we're, we're cranking through this at light speed, but um, the red is the depreciation estimates over the next 12 months, and the blue is the appreciation uh, metrics, and the deeper the blue, the further we go. Um, don't really see any super trouble spots along I-40, as we go west of 35, we see that spot has had some trouble, largely due to the fact of several, some large apartment complexes burned down this year, um, messing with the numbers and the figures of, of kind of the foreclosures that may have happened through that insurance. All that is occurring along 10th Street, uh, kind of that area. And, and just, again, super kind of poor area. A lot of the residents have been kind of forced down to 10th Street. And when I mean 10th Street, I'm talking MacArthur, May, out in this area over here. Uh, if you're watching the YouTube, I've got it on the screen there on the, on the west. Um, Moving towards Mesta Park, which is you know 235 uh, Western um, 20 Northwest 23rd. This area still seeing some good gains. Um, what do we got as we as we get closer to Northwest 10th and like Penn? We have seen a big explosion in those neighborhoods, and this is really good for people that want to buy rental property. These are like two bedroom, 1,200 square foot uh, Steve Pennington design where they're all brick around to meet World War II requirements. So they're just bulky, beefy houses. They used to be in the 90,000 range. We were picking those up, renting them for 950. Um, now we're buying them at 130 to 150, and but still only getting about $1,200 a month rent. So the interest rates really helped out with that. Be interesting to see now with the interest rates going up if investors are unable to make that uh, rent to value ratio that 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 works so well um, in the in the past um, moving on um, not too many other exciting areas um, you know, I mean, in terms of, uh, again, linear appreciation for the next 12 months, we're staying relatively stable. There's some areas of concern around Santa Fe and Northeast 36. Again, Northeast side has always been relatively volatile. The Adventure District, which is over next to um, the racetrack, the, the Oklahoma City's only casino, seeing some some good gains of 15% uh, over the last 12 years, or 12 months, and then, per, you know, we're forecasting that to be in the 8 or 9% anytime you see those, those darker blues. I want to jump into just our overall figures for new construction builds. This is new private housing units authorized by building permits. This is how much inventory do we expect to be coming on the market um, this year, or the trend. So I'm going to zoom in. This is kind of the overall. As you see, we were really high in March of 2021 on our permits coming in at 852 single family permits that had been applied for in Oklahoma City. We're now down in February to 612 permits being applied, uh, but still, you know, cranking along. We had a 600 unit month, about a 600 unit month in October of 2021. We had a 600 unit in December and 
had 600 in February. And again, that's 600 homes starting to be built. Most builders taking anywhere between four to nine months before that home is then on the market available. So that uh, December, or excuse me, that March of 2021, those homes have already sold from that burst. Uh, and now we're kind of waiting on that. So the overall point of this is we are right where the new build constructions were in January of 2020 and really January of 2018 as well. We're kind of at that median, not any higher. So let's go and look and see if we can get um, resident population. Okay, important metric to know if you're going through. How, how have we been increasing over the last, let's say, two years? Um, okay. Nice, steady growth. Nice, steady growth. Doesn't give me a percentage on this one, but you can see by this, this arc, we're just steady linear growth. And this is, let's see, let's track this out to, yeah, from 2004 all the way to 2020, really staying pretty stable on just the growth metrics. So the fact that we're not building new new homes, we're kind of staying steady with how many new homes will probably lead to supply issues uh, in the near future. Um, again, though, interest rates could play into that. We don't know. Let's look at personal capital. Uh, this is going to be how much money is an individual making in Oklahoma City. Um, the latest metric we have is from 2020, so it's not really that helpful. But you can see a nice gain uh, from 2010 to 2009. It was 38,000 per person, and right now we're sitting at about 52,600 as of 2020. Okay, and again, so if you're going to rent a property or you're just trying to understand the mortgage um, competition you may have in the market, well, generally you need to make three times your mortgage payment or your rent payment. Um, and that's going to give you what price point that you should be shopping around at. So if we look at 52,000, the median income, we divide that by three, we then get $1,500 a month. Um, well, you divide it by three and then divide it by 12. You get $1,500 a month is what mortgage or rent you should be able to afford at a per capita per person income of 52,000. Okay. So that's an important thing to know as far as our market is concerned. Unemployment is at absolute rock bottom low, 2.6%. Again, our super high, you remember from COVID, you know, I think it was what, 12.6%, uh, uh, which is just insane, but that was that was kind of a, a crazy anomaly. 2.7, I think personally, there's no way it's at 2.7. I think a lot of people just aren't searching for jobs anymore. Um, you know, as some of my Mexican friends say, just, you know, people, some people in America that, you know, they just don't want to work. <laughs> uh, I love the realism. Uh, real median household income, this is coming from Fred. Um, you know, they're saying it's, it's coming down in the household from a high and what do we got there? What was that? 2019, uh, we're coming low at 52,000. So that's something we'll look at it. And that's the, the, the household as a whole, it looks to be reducing, uh, in 2020. Again, we don't have the figures yet for 2022, but all in all, we could go into these numbers forever. I want to keep this video nice and short, but this should help you understand a 
little bit more about the market going into this summer. If you're looking for a home and you're looking for a realtor that will understand and hear you, check out the website, okcreal.com. You can actually book now a Zoom session with me. Let's get to know one another and see if we're a good fit to be able to find your home this summer. We'll put a link below in the YouTube video. Thanks for watching.